All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Bumper to Bumper. I am your host, Chris Candy, uh, and we are live and well. We're um, got a nice little show for you today. Um, it's Monday for you all in the vortex. Uh, actually, it's Monday in reality, uh, but in the vortex, it is who knows what day. Uh, we'll get into all of that. Um, I am really excited today because we're going to do a very special show. Um, it's going to be with my good friends, uh, well, you know, that idiot who I love, Rick Darge. And then uh, we're also going to have my lovely friend, one of my older friends now, um, in the sense that I've known her for a long time, uh, Garen Gardner. Uh, Garen is an amazing uh, actress. She is an incredibly uh, talented writer. She's super funny. Um, I've been in all kinds of acting classes with her and I've created a ton of stuff with her. Some of my early um, stuff was with her. We did a show called Where's This Party? Um, she is currently writing a really awesome pilot um, that is going through uh, the channels to get made. Um, she's great. I'm really happy to have her on the show. She's an incredible actress. We made the film Chow Chilla together, uh, which we'll also get into today, the short film. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Garen Gardner. She's coming on the show. And uh, well, you know what? I, I need to get a little gas in the car before I call Rick. Um, so let me just do that. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Let me let me find a good. Oh, no, I don't like the way this one is. Um, let's see here. Let's go and uh, just pull in over here. Do 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 do. Oh, this is great, actually. Let's just let's just do this here. Perfect. Oh wait, hold on. Someone's coming in the car right now. Who do we got? Oh my oh. God! Psycho! Psycho! Touchdown! You know we've been just waiting here at the gas station. Dude, don't ruin uh, the show. All right, oh, I, what, I had what a whole. Did you say? I was saying I needed to get gas. You oh, know? but you already got gas. Oh god! You already got gas. Now everyone knows on the podcast I'm a loser. We already planned this out. We did get. What'd you guys get? this out. I got to put my seatbelt on. Everyone, put your seatbelt on. You were looking at the beautiful pan panoramas. They had a, a sign in there. I was going to buy it for you for your birthday. It was. Uh, it was reasons why handguns are better than women. Twelve oh reasons. And one God. was you can trade in your forty-four for two twenty-twos. <laughs> and number twelve was the handgun won't complain if you're a little fast with the trigger. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't know what part of town we're in right here. Did you tell them we're going to Mammoth? Nope. I, I was doing a whole other kind of setup. Oh, like I was weird. just driving in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Um, we're going into Inyo County, and uh, we are on our way, the three of us, to um, Mammoth Mountain for. The Mammoth Film Festival. The Mammoth Film Festival. To show our short film, Chowchilla. I did mention that. I was telling okay. everybody in the podcast land that, um, that uh, wow, it's windy out, huh? Uh, you, The two of us know each other for a very long time. Uh, acting class, and we've made a ton of stuff. Yeah, yes. where did you guys... Um, where did you guys... Why don't you tell us how you guys met? So we... I don't even know. Where did we, you... We don't know. We, Let me see something here. What? Is Let this a lie, Rick? I'm gonna check your mic right there. You're gonna lower it a little bit. What are you trying? Why are you quiet? There you go. There you go. It's good, okay? Just <laughs> sit back, okay? Now you look like Brittany. Yeah, now you look good. Um, hello, hello. We actually met in acting class, but we had Bill a bunch Allies. of different um, coincidences. We were kind of destined to be friends, I think. Oh, this is a great story, yeah. Chris, we, we met in acting class, and then 
Chris mentioned that he was looking for a new apartment and he said, oh, I'm looking at an apartment on Orange Street and is that too personal? No, 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 no. Morgue Street? To say what street you live on? Well, you know, um, don't say the address or no, anything no, like that. No, no, I know. don't know your address. That but you don't live heart. there anymore. Um, I don't. Oh, you still do? I still <laughs> live. Okay. <laughs> Podcast Anyways. world, I live on Marmara Street. Um, so anywho, Chris ended up moving across the street. And that was weird. And then we have the same commercial agent. Yeah. <coughs> I have the same commercial agent as you yeah, guys. Yeah, and Rick does too. And um, you... But then there was even more coincidences. Yeah, well, I guess it was the acting class, the commercial agent, and that I moved across the street. Um, I kind of brought you on this podcast today to tell you I've been stalking you all these years. <laughs> I've known you for a very long time. Of course you tell me this when we're in the middle of nowhere. How many years ago was that acting class? Uh, that class was over 10 now, wasn't it, don't you think? Um, no. No, because I haven't even been in Los Angeles for 10 years. Oh, okay. So, pro- I mean, but probably like 7. Right. Hmm. We've been um, friends for about seven years, I'd say. And we, anyways, Chris was doing his radio show, and he did this character that was super funny. And so we just were talking about it in class one day, and that's when we came up with our web series, Where's This Party? Where's This Party? And we've shot that for a couple of years. Well, yeah, that was like the very beginning of it. Um, but I remember that story just a little bit differently. I believe I was doing the radio I know, show. We at never the Man- agree with this. At the Mandrake, and uh, you and Brett, your husband, were uh, and partner in crime, uh, were at that night having a night on the town. Yes. And uh, the way I remember it is, you walked up to me, and let's just say you had a, a couple Moscow mules in the system, and uh, I'm you sure walk I up, did. and you come, uh, look. If you ever want to do anything creative together, let's do it. And I have audio of you being on noise pollution talking and saying like that. You were just you. Yeah, I got some footage. Uh, like pretty audio. aggressive. <laughs> you're really aggressive. Let's roll the clip. <laughs> I can't find that clip. You're, what, you're gonna go jump to a clip right now. Let's roll the clip. No, yeah, no, 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 no. If you're gonna accuse me of being that aggressive, you might as well have something to back it up. All right, we'll go to the clip. <laughs> I don't think we have the clip. No, I can find it. In uh, time? Who knows? All right. Okay. Well, anyways. So anyways. Well, anyways, it all worked out, whether or not, whatever, however it happened. It might have been two conversations. It probably was. I just remember that you were the catalyst of, like, we should make something. Yeah. And then I kind of had this rough idea about doing something in a car uh, similar to this podcast. Yeah, it's weird because your guys' show was shot on a GoPro. We did. We oh, did. this is crazy. This is, like, kind of like, uh, where's this party, uh, yeah. you know, uh, deconstructed yeah. almost. Yeah. I don't know. It feels weirder to be ourselves for some reason than being the idiots Richard and Lou. But you can see it at wheresthisparty.com. Well, why don't we just go to a clip of that? Why don't we go to the clip with me in it? Perfect. Yeah, right. and Rick we'll roll the, the clip and go. I don't want to be in it anymore. Get me out of this. Francis, Francis I need you to chill out. Like, you need to chill out right now, all right? This is just a little car wash, and I do not need you freaking out. Just choke him out. Just choke him out. Okay, okay. And we're back from the clip. <laughs> Dude, Garen, God, you're Rick, hysterical. Thank you. You guys are so funny. Rick, wow. You just yeah. added so much. It's a little weird. It's like we jumped through time. We're in the same positions that we were on the show. <laughs> now, Garen, what for you, um, 
was like, I always like asking this question, but, and I know you really well, but for people who don't know you, how did you kind of get started creatively? What were you doing? What were you up to um, when you were younger? I mean, I was telling everybody earlier on the show that you're like, you're just a force. Like, you're so fucking funny. Thank you. Um, who were you telling? I was telling, I was <laughs> telling <laughs> everybody. The audience, all the people who listen to Bumper oh, to Bumper. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to keep this on its legs, okay? Thank you. It's like a spider. I I have been doing theater since I was a little kid, and then I was a theater major, and then I moved to New York right when I graduated, and I wrote a bunch of plays and did a lot of theater when I was in New York, and then, um, you know, did an episode of Law and Order and some other TV. You did Law and Order? I did. Whoa. The Mothership. It was actually my. It was my. I do. Let's go. Let's go to that clip. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was pretty pissed off about Samantha jumping to Knopf, but it wasn't anything I hadn't seen before. So what happened later? It was the end of the day. She was in her office, and she just went ballistic. And we're back from the clip. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Um, That was great. I. That was actually my first audition out of college, and it was for like a guest star role on Law and Order. And I was like, well, that was easy. And then I didn't book anything else for several years after that, but it was really cool. I got to act with Michael Imperioli. And, um, <coughs> and yeah, and then, I, so I was in New York for a few years and um, wrote a play that did pretty well there that had a three-year run. I wrote that with my friend Matt Sanders. It was called Sandy the Dandy and Charlie McGee, and it was a modern vaudeville. And I played <laughs> sort of an and- androgynous silly boy. And uh, then I moved to Los Angeles, and I've been here um, for about eight years. So it's only been about eight years, okay. Yeah. So. But what was it like with... um the play that you were doing with Matt, you were doing, uh, like, I, I know you told me about it, Sandy the Dandy, but it sounded like it was, like, a pretty, like, what was yeah. that process like getting well, that play we, up on its feet? Well, we um, submitted it to the Fringe Festival in New York, and we got in, and it just sort of took off from there. We had several different artists and residencies at a few different theaters in New York, so because of that, we were able to just keep it going, but... It's really about, um, you know, Matt plays this character named Sandy the Dandy, and it's based on, he worked at the American Girls doll store (laughs) in the theater there in New York, and they wanted to become, this is real. Oh, Matt did work at the American Doll Store? Yeah, Matt did work at the American Girl Doll Store, and they... What is the American Girl Doll Store? So the American Girl Doll Store, American Girls are these little dolls, and at that time, it was it came under fire a little bit because it was a little bit racist there was just like you know the african-american one was a slave no yes and she had you know a crappy little bed and you know her bed was made out of like a sack of potatoes pretty much compared to like the rich little white girl who had this beautiful gold bed and what then there was you know a native american one who lived in a teepee it was very stereotypical um and so our our show kind of makes fun of that. But Matt, they have a lot. Li- they had a live theater show, and Matt was <laughs> Matt performed in it. And they wanted to join Actors Equity, and they ended up striking and holding signs outside of the store saying they wanted to join it. The New York Times picked it up. So, anyways, our our 
play was very loosely based on that whole experience, and it's really sort of a zany, um, vaudevillian joke after joke after joke after joke kind of show. Okay. So. Um, Where in New York did you guys have the, the theater? What theater? We had a residency at the um, the Interborough Repertory Theater, which was in the West Village. We okay. had a residency um, at the Living Theater. And then Matt and I also um, wrote some plays and did some things at the American Globe Theater as well. Oh, and so then we were also in the Fringe, you know, the, it started with the Fringe Festival. Right. So, yeah. And then I feel like once that sort of ran its course, then I was ready to, I don't know, I just kind of wanted to move out to L.A. and get more involved in film and TV as opposed to just right. theater. I'd been doing that my whole life, and it was great, but I kind of just wanted to make some money that, from it. <laughs> <laughs> makes perfect sense. Um, How the, long were you in New York for? I was in New York for seven years. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it was awesome and great. I just think, you know, I had three different jobs, freelance writing, plus at the time I was working at uh, Real Simple Magazine. And I was you doing... You worked at Real Simple? Yeah, I worked at Real Simple for okay. six years. So I worked at Time, Inc. And I was, you know, doing all my theater stuff. So I remember when I met my husband, uh, he was living in L.A. and I was in New York. And he was like, you're going you're gonna to freaking die because I wasn't sleeping. And yeah. New York just sort of cultivates that. This sure. manic kind of energy. Yeah. yeah and, and it's it's good in a lot of ways because it forces you to produce a lot. But at the same time, it's not healthy. Right, right. So, it's the city that never sleeps. It's what they say about it. That doesn't seem healthy. No, it's like everyone's not. everyone's on meth. Yeah. And, but when you're young, you can kind of, like, you just eat Triscuits and tuna fish and cheese and be fine with it. And uh -huh. then you get to a certain phase where you're like, you know what? I kind of want a backyard and I want right. yeah. a, a life or whatever. But there's, I mean, there's lots of things I miss about New York and the what, culture. What do you miss? I miss that energy in a lot of ways, and I miss being able to just go out and hop around from bar to bar, and people are much more social and friendly, and yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's not as isolated. I, L.A. can be kind of isolating, even though I love it, and th a lot of that is lovely, you know. It, I feel like it's the car culture in L.A. Totally. Like, we all need to drive, and in New York, everyone's, you don't need a car. You're on, the, right. you're on foot. And you're also, like, a lot of people are, like, they make smaller spaces kind of work while they're over there. Like, yeah. you know, even if you have, like, the most expensive... You have more of a minimalist attitude. You have to for survival. Yeah. And you don't want to be in your apartment because it's tiny, so you're out and about. Yeah. And you're not really cooking because you have this tiny, shitty kitchen, and so you're out at restaurants and um, just interacting with people more. So that part of it I do miss. Mm. So for you with... Um, comedy, like, I'm, I'm curious because, like, what were some of the, like, early people you were watching? Because the one thing that's, like, really great about your performance style is, like, when you explode um, into a character, it's, like, high-octane, incredibly funny, like... Uh, yeah, the, I, I remember Chowchilla, that end moment when you're coming out, when you're just losing it. Not a lot of people can do that. <laughs> and, and, Why don't we go to the clip? We're gonna have any clip yet? You're, oh yeah, you don't have to edit much on this one. Let's we're on roll the, the clip of Chowchilla with Garen losing it. All right, perfect. Let's roll it. 
What in the world? Uh, that's just one of the farm boys has had an accident. It is very common in farm life for the farm boys to have an accident. This kind of thing happens all the time. And we're back. <laughs> I, that's like my favorite scene in the Thank whole movie. You. Yeah. Because you um, just bring out this, like, what do you do to tap into that? How do you, do you go to a place that? Yes. Where, but where's that coming from? Well, yeah, where's it coming to from? To be honest, it's not, I don't really have to, I don't feel like I have to go. <laughs> it's not that difficult for me to be a fucking insane person. <laughs> but I think, you know, speaking of what inspired me when I was younger, I, I mean, really the Conan, like Conan O'Brien, The Simpsons, um... I mean, Lucille Ball, Diane Keaton, Goldie Hawn, you know, the, I was obsessed with those kinds, with the movies that they were in when I was a kid, but I was also simultaneously obsessed with Alfred Hitchcock and The Shining is my favorite movie. So mm -hmm. I think maybe <laughs> Jack Nicholson was, I mean, yeah. I watched all of these. Oh, wow. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you yeah. definitely yeah. tap into like a Jack kind of. Yeah. yeah. And I Wendy? think, yeah. And I Baby? think, um, I watched a lot of that stuff at a really young age. So, um, and I've kind of always been obsessed with both comedy, but also with murder and dark things. So, I don't know. I think that's my favorite kind of entertainment. Now, which is like something like what we made with Chowchilla, which is, yeah, you know, yeah. it's got comedy, but Dances it's got the that. darkness side of it. Yeah. Very, like Coen Brothers y. For those who don't know out there in the world, yeah, I think I said it at the beginning of the show, but the three of us all made Chowchilla together. Yeah, um, and you can go to Vimeo right now and search Chowchilla. That's C-H-O-W-I-L-L-A. That would and, be... Uh, uh, you can watch it. How'd you spell that? Oh, wait, I think you must spell it. C-H-O-W-C-H-I-L-L-A. I'm the director of Chowchilla, and I can't spell. Obviously not the writer. So this is, we're going to another film festival. For Chowchilla. Yeah, this is, but we've been to several We've been to together. several. And this is kind of, uh, we're at like the last leg of the festival. We're going up to Mammoth. And we thought it would be fun to do a podcast on the way. And I got to say, it is not bumper to bumper traffic out here. Hey, no. a, there are no cars. I feel it like I can't make fun beautiful. of you as much when you're in the yeah, car. Yeah, you can't because I'm right here and I'm looking at you in the face, okay? <laughs> you can't bully me anymore. Whenever, um, yeah, I'm pure but trash, what about huh? Me? Chris called me pure trash on the last episode. He said I was pure trash. Guess you what? Maybe I am. Well, I feel like we should talk about, if we're talking about the film festivals, we should talk a little bit about London and that crazy night out that we had. Right, right. Oh, we all got to go to London, yeah. So this festival... We went to Rain Dance we in went to London Rain Dance in with London. Chowchilla. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Rain Dance. And um, we went to the screening and... Uh, oh, are you talking about the kick in the stomach guy? Oh, no. I mean, do we want to talk about kick in the stomach guy? We did meet a documentary filmmaker who didn't believe in aliens, which I was like, how do you know? Right. And then he was like, when I was a young boy, my friends didn't like me and one of them kicked me in the stomach and said I was out of the friend group, and we all thought, yeah, I see why. <laughs> yeah, well, oh this is God. after he had talked to us for, like, an hour straight. Yeah, he's never going to listen to this podcast. No. Are you sure? I feel like someone like that would listen to the podcast. Well, you know what? It happened. He might I'm be not following I know you're you not. on Instagram. I'm just, I'm just saying that he told us a story. He got kicked in the stomach. That's a weird thing to tell people. <laughs> I'll I mean, take just the heat. Imagine, though, I'll take the heat. I just imagine, though, 
how bad of a person you have to be to get for a in friend yeah. decides that they're going to kick you tough. in the I also feel like he, and right when we got out of the, our, you know, he came to our screening, he just like immediately gave us constructive criticism oh, too. Yeah. We were oh, like, I don't that's want right. that. Yeah. yeah, here's a rule of thumb when you're at a film festival. Um, shut the fuck up. Yeah, just yeah. fucking <laughs> shut up. Say like, oh, I liked it. That was yeah, awesome. And move up. on. Yeah, that's yeah. like a big rule because. Or just don't say anything. Yeah, like if you don't like it, like nobody wants to hear like, oh, that was that was interesting. Um, looks like you all had a lot of fun. Can I give you a few ideas? Like yeah. no one wants to hear that. Let me get in my little time machine and go back in time and fix what you. He was like, I already knew when um, when you were doing X Y Z. I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen already. I, I wish like, we were more bold and just say, hey, hey, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> Why well, we're so polite? We just took it from yeah, him. Yeah, we were like okay, for like forty five yeah, minutes. But guess what? We're talking about him now on the podcast. Yeah, you didn't yeah. realize that uh, after our travels to London, we'd be taking this story all the way to the mean yeah. streets no, of the Mojave Desert or wherever the hell I'm we are. I'm talking about when we went out that one well, night. Well, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, which night? <laughs> the night that you sang. Okay, so let's see. Yeah, let's spell it out. Oh, Christmas. This will be fun. So we went to, um, <laughs> we're in Piccadilly, and that's where Raindance has the Piccadilly Circus, yeah. And um, this is London. Piccadilly, for those who haven't been. It's like Times Square. It's like Times Time Square. Square uh, touristy. Touristy is all hell, like Bubba Gump yeah. Shrimp Co., Planet <laughs> Hollywood. Bubba Gump Shrimp, yeah, you're right. Yeah, like all of those spots are there. Yeah. Um, you really only want to spend like 30 minutes there. Uh, but we were there for the evening. For hours. For hours. And we see, we go to Raindance um, and we want to go out. But London, you know, everything closes down. Uh, you know, at midnight, there aren't that many bars that go till two in the morning. Yeah, their bar schedule is weird. But I have a nose for sniffing that kind of thing out. Yeah. So we like kind of start river ratting through the streets, you know, yes. looking for a good place to. Well, it wasn't really so much as like us sniffing it out, and there was a promoter that was like, "Oh, come on, hey, come, on, come on in here." Hello. Is it a 2 a.m. bar? Yeah, it's a 2 a.m. Yeah. bar. Yeah, okay, maybe. So we went down, and immediately the bartender oh. looked exactly like Chris's son. He looked like a miniature version hold of on, Chris. Hold on, hold like on. We gotta paint this better. You go downstairs, and it looks like someone's basement bar. Like it looks like a bar someone has in their house, like in a basement. Like there's like a bar, right? And then um, there was like a teeny little stage, and there was like oh, ten yeah, to fifteen incredible. Incredibly drunk uh, British people. Oh, there was God. like were so, so many British drunk people. British get people hammered. And there was this wedding party. Okay, and these wait. women were lovely. They were super lovely. And um, but okay, but, so we got a drink, and I sat down. The alcohol was gross. And this woman, I, I mean, I'm on a big bench. There's lots of other places to sit. And this woman, I wish I could do it right now, but I can't. Wait, was well, she? Yeah, she's just. I could see her butt was coming towards me, coming towards me, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And she just sat oh, down yeah. directly on my lap, yeah. thinking I was part of the bench. And I was like, hey, hey, get off me. And she got off me and just goes. Oh, the sloppiest, <laughs> drunkest middle finger you've ever seen and anyone then flash. She, and then she went like this. She, <laughs> she, she literally rolled over. Rolled her head over on your shoulder. So we knew it was going to be a good night. And all of her friends. That the funny thing with um, 
uh, cities that have huge drinking cultures like London, um, when people get that hammered, in my opinion, um, people kind of go, ah, they're fine. You know, like, yeah, they that was the right. general. Whereas, I mean, if that was one of my friends, I would have been like, oh my, oh my god, god, alcohol we've poisoning. Get her home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get her home. Get her home. London's crazy. The first time I was there. <laughs> I, uh, I remember leaving uh, this place at like one in the morning and I'm going back to my flat and it was it was like Saving Private Ryan. There were like people all over the street, passed out, like a woman <laughs> squatting and pissing in the corner. Oh, Just we like, saw that. They we saw are, uh, it was like so, I don't mean to generalize, but you know, the British <laughs> are very sloppy when it comes <laughs> to drinking. It was insane. I've never seen anything like that before. They'd probably, they'd probably agree. Yeah. And they're into glassing. Did you guys know that? They're into what? What's they do that? Because, you know, guns are illegal in uh, England, so they have a big problem with people take a glass and they smash it into your face, like in a bar fight. And it's called, you got glassed. Oh my God. They put glass shards in your face. Oh my God. So there was this girl I knew like 10 years ago, I was working on a horror film and uh, she was from London and we went to the after party and I thought she was very sweet and very nice. We got to know each other over the course of a month. And I remember at the bar, she's like, I went to jail, I did. And I was like, you? What? And I'm like, what'd you do? She's like, I glassed me ex-boyfriend. And I was like, what does that mean? And she described it. And I was like, check, please. Goodbye. Oh, my God. I could oh not believe God. it. It's like, it's a common thing. It's, it's very strange. Yeah, we, uh, we were down in this uh, basement. And um, all of us are right on the edge of getting glassed at any given moment. And there was karaoke. But we all won him over with our karaoke styles. Rick really, really did. I because what I Rick, sang. you sang, picture this, we were both butt Oh, naked. no, you can't do it because of... Uh, oh, no, we can sing that first part. I can't sing that part? Oh. Yeah, you, they know what it is now. Oh, no, Rick always gives me shit when I want to sing a song. Yeah, you're and not then allowed you, to sing a song. And then you come in and you sing picture your little... Picture this, we were both butt no, no, naked. No, 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 that's enough. Picture this, <laughs> <laughs> Um, You're so afraid we're going to get monetized. I don't know. Demonetized? You, what is YouTube it? YouTube has like the weird robot algorithms, you know. You know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on right now where we're driving right now. It's, uh... I feel like we're oh my driving God, we haven't even abyss. looked at the, um, ways for we a while. We haven't looked at the ways? Oh, yeah, we could be going in the completely wrong direction. So, Chowchilla, how did you guys originally come up with that idea? Like, what was it... We're cool. Because you guys were doing... Where's this party? And yeah. I do know that you approached me. You're like, we want to do something that's, uh, you know, a higher production value and a sh an actual short film. But where did the? Well, explain what Chowchilla is first. Like, give it a, do the log line if you can, or I can do it. Yeah, why don't you just yeah. do all the talking? Okay, so Chowchilla. <laughs> yeah, what am I here for? <laughs> Chowchilla is about a. Uh, it's a brother and sister that are being forced to sell their family farm in the city of Chowchilla. And uh, it's where they grew up. They have a lot of memories there, and they don't want to sell it. And the night before the open house, a giant bag of money literally lands on their front doorstep. And they think it's, you know, a gift from God. Uh, and they kind of get into a fight about it because um, the, the brother is like, you know, no, I, uh, this is drug money. And... And uh, there we go. That's Joe Chill. <laughs> that was one of the worst log lines I've ever heard anyone do in my entire life. Thank God. Can I reenact, can I reenact, uh, reenact that? 
Okay, so uh, Chowchilla <laughs> is uh, about a brother and sister that I are watched it. forced to uh, sell their family farm. Uh, yeah, okay, and on the, uh, the eve yeah, of we got uh, it. a giant bag of money uh, shows up. and no, uh, Let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah, Chris please. and I had been doing a lot of things together creatively and every time we were always in these stupid wigs yes and which whatever wigs are great and we had a good time but we were like okay let's try to come up with something where we're not wearing a wig yeah and also i was pregnant with my second child i only have two and uh you were eight months pregnant i was eight months when when we we shot shot it but i was pregnant when chris and i came up with it because i knew you know, once I gave birth, there was going to be this time period where I wasn't going to have, I wasn't going to be able to, you know, be right. doing a lot. So I kind of knew mentally I wanted to have something um, that either we were submitting to festivals or we were in post or something like that to just keep me mentally in the right place. Yeah, for sure. So um, that was sort of like the kernel. And then my husband's family has this farm, which is where we shot Chalchilla. Um, in Chowchilla, California. It's been in his, you know, family for a really long time. And so we knew we had this great location and then really just kind of came from spitballing, I feel like. Yeah, I remember you came to me saying, we have a farm, we could film something there. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of got the balls kind of, uh, is that how you say it? The balls? balls. The wheels. The balls. <laughs> the balls. The balls. The balls. Spin- balls I got the balls spinning. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they say, um, no, uh, that was the beginning of it, and I just remember the two of us wanted to make something that had some more substance to it, um, and something with violence for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, what we were really very walking. committed to the violence, and also I think too for us, um, you know, Chris and I have worked a lot, but we a lot of the stuff that we do, you know, when you look at our reel, it's like clips of things or whatever. Right. And to have something that's a 15-minute, you know, example of really having an arc as an actor is sort of invaluable for many reasons and then we knew we wanted rick to be the director because he's so freaking talented and um and funny and just just a great director so it really was i was honestly a lot of fun and i was just showing uh chowchilla back in tallahassee oh yeah where i'm from in tallahassee florida and we got to um, close opening night there, which was really fun. And they were asking me, you know, what was the hardest thing about filming it? And, you know, I was kind of, other than like, the you know, the one scene where the water breaks or whatever. Right. I was like, it, it really wasn't, it was really a joy. Yeah, it Honestly, was. Honestly, it felt like we- Yeah, everyone was like having a great time. And yes. there was a couple things where, you know, you have to get creative when you're on a short film and you have a limited amount of time and something that was three setups now needs to just be one, like that scene in the hallway. I thought that was much better. You know, yeah, and it ended up really working out, but I think it was, those were just the sort of, it was like, what solution can we come up with? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, um, for me, it was like, because I had known Rick, you know, from a different kind of world. Well, you guys fought horribly the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah it was really nasty. Chris complained a lot, and he was like... Rick does his thing. Wanting his close-up all the time. He wanted more takes. I think did. I did he take wanted, you... He wanted a lot of just close-ups of his face. I did uh, take you outside one time. I'm like, you gotta... What did I say to you? I was... With the, the, the scene... The oh, I'm scene. not believing it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah. believe this. You gotta... 
what are you doing? Yeah, but you know what I thought in that moment? I go, okay. And then I thought you literally directed me to like what I gave you in the very beginning and then you made me go in like a full circle and yeah. then I, you got me back to where I was. Because <laughs> yeah. like I was like, but no, it did help. It, it did help. The um, Well, when you're probably that close with each other. I love working you can with Chris be, and you. You can be that kind it's of straightforward. To, yeah, you can just talk to each other and be mm -hmm. like, hey, it's... Well, that honestly was super helpful because I have never been more stressed um, than I was in those three days. Yeah. Uh, we had, um, you know, set up... <laughs> right, the, when I just was like, it was just joyful the whole time. It was just... <laughs> and then there was all this stress. Yeah, uh, <laughs> now the therapy session. The therapy session truly it comes always in. Is, It is yeah. difficult to make anything. It is. Well, it, I, you know, I, we were self-producing it. Um, yeah. Uh, we were kind of, you know, running the show, and then when you have to, like, make sure lunch is ordered, and then we had a lot of help from... Well, we had help, but it wasn't, like, a big production, so it's like... Yeah. You're kind of in charge of everything, um, and then you have to step in front of camera and, and, and make something work, and I kind of get that um, because it's tough. Yeah. Wow, it is foggy. It is, and But the fun thing is rain. you're with, like, a great team of people, and you realize, like, it's a family, and everyone has your back, and, you know... Yeah. yeah, that's why if you're if you're toxic, you got to kill the toxic people, you know. Kill them with kindness. Happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, everyone on that set was definitely very kind. Yeah. So yeah. we were. It was really. It was really. I'm really fun. excited about the next film we're all gonna make together called Biscuit Boy. <laughs> and so uh, we no, I'm not talking about Biscuit you Boy. You don't want to talk about Biscuit why? Boy? You don't why? Want to, no spoilers. I don't want anyone. No, I I I I'm still on the fence even if I'm gonna what? do Biscuit Boy. So yeah. So you're not gonna do Biscuit Boy. Yeah. You're doing Biscuit Boy. I, I'm not doing. I think you know there's some insensitivities in the Biscuit Boy that I oh can't necessarily sign on for yet. Oh my god. So, uh, well, we'll talk. Once this podcast off, I'm gonna beat you up. We don't. We, we don't <laughs> have to say. Biscuit we don't boy. have to say much about it. But what we will say is that one thing that we. It's an ode to you love. Know, uh, we're all really into making just entertaining content yes. yeah not necessarily something that has a message not that there's anything wrong with that but i do think that there is a need for just something Silly. that is just purely entertaining and uh but that can kind of hurt you sometimes in the festival circuit because yeah, they we want found that out yeah they a want of, something that's like you know want like a message some, yeah message or a theme or something that's dealing with topical issues of today and hey that's okay, but that ain't for me no. because <laughs> this world is crazy enough, and I want to be—I want to see something that takes me away. Yeah, Sail totally. Away. Sail I'm not gonna say it. Chris, you you're can't doing biscuit sing boy. It. What's that? You're doing biscuit so boy. So, anyways, okay? we came you up with the, the most poster. absurd plot, which we don't have to get into, but it basically is something that we feel like would guarantee us to get into. It's a satire on what they. It's accept. a satire on people who purposefully. Yes. And inauthentically make films that have a a very strong message only to get into film festivals, which Yeah. There you go. It feels like when you go to these festivals sometimes you see that. Yeah, I think that that's yeah, that's I think true. Some people are people do play the festival card. Right. They do. You know? And I, I don't think that's a good way of making anything. No, you should make I don't stuff either. that it's coming from your heart that you want to see. A story that you really want to tell. Yeah, and Biscuit Boy is what we want to tell. <laughs> We're making Chris real uncomfortable oh, we want, here. Chris is going to be the star. Yeah, he's going to be a big, giant star, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Garen. Yeah, uh, what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, I did want to talk about um, how you were, ta you were, you were mentioning, uh, you know, 
have your second child, you wanted that, that time making sure that there was something going on, but when you had your first child, you started working on a pilot, and uh, in the kind of, before I picked you both up, I was saying that, you know, you're in the process right now of, of selling a pilot, and um, the idea is really great. I wanted to know if you would, like, want to talk about kind of that whole process and what's going on with that. Sure. So, yeah, when I had my son, um, I was super, super sleep deprived, and as you know, all new moms and new parents are. Um, but I also just, you know, I think I struggled really hard with saying goodbye to sort of my freedom and being able to do whatever I wanted all the time. And just knowing that I was going to be with, I was going to be a mom forever. And this love that I had for this child really kind of overwhelmed me. And I reacted to all of this and and the sleep deprivation and everything with really isolating myself. And I watched, again, a lot of murder. I watched Alfred Hitchcock Presents and Dateline and 2020 and Forensic Files and Snapped and uh, Columbo. I mean, basically anything that had anything to do with murder. And one day I overheard or thought I overheard my upstairs neighbor murder his cleaning lady. And I crazily grabbed my son and ran into the bedroom and what I was, were the sounds you were yeah, hearing? Yeah, what did you? What did it sound like? It sounded like somebody. Mur- I mean, I, it was very muffled, but I could hear him. <laughs> you know, and then like, <laughs> what sounded like a dresser being thrown against the wall. And I, I mean, I know this shit. I watch murder. They always kill the fucking witness. So I was like, I got. I can't let him know that I'm home because he's in this rage. Plus, I wasn't thinking straight. Right. So I grabbed the baby and I went into my room and I just held on to him for the rest of the day until my husband got home. Anyways, all of that was sort of the that and that mindset. And I can look back on it and go like, whoa, I was really out of my mind. Ha 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 ha. But that really was the kernel for what became my pilot, which is um, called Maternal Instinct. And it's about you know, a new mom who suspects a murder that happened in the apartment above her. And she's a very isolated, sleep deprived new mom. So it's sort of like rear window, but right. instead of a, you know, broken leg, it's sleep deprivation mm. and being an isolated new mom. And, um, I had a catheter for two weeks after my son was born oh. with my bladder never turned back on. And, and so the character and the pilot does as well. So anyways, it's in development with a studio and um, and now we're putting the package together and uh, out so to directors awesome. and things. So it's, it's moving and grooving, which is good. It's funny as like I hear you say say talk about like the the process of it like moving and grooving, but I've known you for a long time now. That moving and grooving part is really not moving and grooving. It is a slow, no. it's all slow. long, brutal like glacier. Yeah. But it's I funny know. when you listen to anybody talk about like selling something. They're like, yeah, you know, I had it, uh, and you know, it was on retainer with this person for seven years, and then finally here I am. You know, it's like made. It yeah. takes so long so to get anything yeah. done. It takes so long, and I think too, it 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 goes in peaks and valleys. There's times where I was like, oh damn, like I got agents out of it, and I got right. a studio, and like all this stuff. I'm getting all this great feedback, and then now I'm in the process where the executive producers kind of they're handling it and putting, you know, putting the package together and it's a little bit out of my hands and that part of it is is frustrating because I, I have no control over it, but 
I think what I'm going to go ahead and do is, and I was talking about this with uh, the two people that are executive producing it, is I'm just going to go ahead and write episode two. Okay. Because I think that's just more... That's just more content to give to a director yeah. or, you know. Plus it keeps your your mind going. Yeah, and totally. And like, energetic and it gets momentum. Me back to, exactly, and it gets me back into it because yeah. I just feel like, you know, I think, too, I, I, I think I, and it's always not always a positive thing, but I, I just get nervous if I'm not always doing something and creating yeah. something I feel yeah, like that's totally true yeah I um, well that's why you're here and so yeah you feel like you're probably not fulfilling your you know your uh, yeah my creative side yeah you're I can't think of the word <laughs> what's I, going on Rick are you <laughs> it's where you uh, you're you know uh, destiny. Uh, yeah. destiny. are you smelling burnt toast yeah. Rick <laughs> no someone told me that about what's that stroke? beeping is it okay yeah, oh yeah yeah it's when I go off uh Look, oh. we're on right now. We're driving on a. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't the GoPro. It's raining right now. It's raining. We're on a listen, like a what is this? A one lane. It's a one lane highway. One lane highway, and I just am overly nervous with the other lanes, so I like to kind of hug. You're doing a good job. This side, yeah, I'm driving 49 miles an hour right now. You're, um, yeah, very safe. We're zipping and your arms are 10 and two, and you're gonna <laughs> do Biscuit Boy this okay. year. No, Biscuit Boy is something. Look. Don't make me do the thing where I have to give it to my managers. What? <laughs> Let me see oh what God. they think. Look at this guy. He's got his oh, people. We'll get them on board. Your managers will be on board. We'll yeah, send we're them not a worried nice about that. Tray In fact, if they, think that, if they think that you could do this and get into Sundance, they're going to be on our side. Yeah. Exactly. Monster Energy Drink sponsoring. <laughs> <laughs> Drink Monster. You like Monster? Um, Karen, so. Yes. You are yeah, a talented... Yeah, Rick, why don't you ask some questions? You, I'm Rick. I'm in the backseat. You're a talented writer-actress. And Thank you. you are married to a talented writer-actress. I mean... <laughs> joking. You're married to a, t a talented writer. And, yeah, um, he's an actor. I mean, he's I not an actor. I wanted to know. So, Brett, um, does he... When you're writing a script, do you guys help each other? Do you help him oh, with yeah. his scripts? Yeah. How does we, that work? We, we are you guys actually, competitive? No, we actually... You know, look, we're not perfect and we fight about stuff, but yeah. one thing that we really do, we do work well together and we really help each other with our scripts. That's awesome. And he is an executive producer on my show for many reasons. One is that he's obviously, he's really talented and he's done this for a while and he knows what he's doing. He's great with story, but he's also, he just knows the business side of it so much better than I do. So I can learn a lot from him, but also with... His scripts too. Like I help him a lot. It's we live together, obviously. So yeah. it's just like a constant. We're constantly talking about it. Right. Constantly working on stuff. When the kids go to bed, we can just put it up on the TV and like go through each other's scripts. And I mean, sometimes we have to, you know, cognizantly say to each other, like, okay, we're not gonna do work tonight. Right. We're gonna, you know watch this dumb movie or do something else because we kind of just want to work all the time. Right. Um, because what? we really do lo we love it, but you can't do it all the time. How what? is um, how was uh, the uh, pasta dinner over at Rick's house uh, the other oh, night? Oh, yeah. 
How is uh? Chris got mad that he wasn't invited. I'm how sorry. Is, uh, how is uh? How's all these dinners been going on? But also, all, like, the old I made this meat sauce, and you're a vegetarian. Yeah, Rick. I know you give a lot of excuses <laughs> on the why chicken. I haven't been uh, <laughs> invited the places. And chicken too. Yeah, I would have given okay, you a little grass. This is therapy. <laughs> you could give me just a little, um, uh, a little bowl of uh, you know. I have I'm gonna to bring say, you over Rick, make you pasta. Rick made pasta from scratch. <laughs> A sauce from scratch and a chicken. It was chicken. A chicken, chicken, chicken from casserole. Scratch. Chicken, from, chicken from scratch. What came first? You made chicken the casserole. The chicken. No, yeah. I made uh, like made a lemon chicken. chicken Rick's thing. a good fucking chef. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he is, and it was delicious. And Hillary made lovely cocktails. And yes. We were missed. That's cool. Yeah, that night I was uh, yeah, at home uh, heating a can of beans on top of a candle <laughs> uh, in a campfire. <laughs> no, I was at my friend's house and I was having dinner. Oh, oh see? what did you have oh, at your friend's why wasn't house? I for that? Uh, my friend Dan cooked a delicious uh. pasta out of a cookbook. Dan, 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 Dan and Natalie. So your made up oh, friend? I know. <laughs> Dan and Natalie. Jeez Louise. Well, we'll just Natalie. have to talk to Dan and Natalie and yeah, see if that night really happened. See if that happened here. <laughs> yeah, we, we. It was great. We had some wine. Uh, was telling all kinds of jokes. A People ton were of laughing. Laughs. We yeah. had a ton of laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> Why is it when someone is um, not being honest, their voice goes up? Oh, yeah, well, you're not good. being honest? It's probably something that the FBI knows about, too. Like, you know, they're gonna, that's how they can tell somebody's lying. Oh, yeah. I heard this the other day from my friend Carlos. He's reading this book from a hostage negotiator. We got to get Carlos uh, on. You talk about him on every episode. Do I? Yeah, you got to I, I always go on. back to him. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's I hilarious. want to know about his cactus. He, um, he was saying he's reading this book... Um, about hostage negotiate hostage negotiators, and in order to get someone to truly it, change their say mind, say it five times fast. Hostage negotiators. I smell burnt hostage toast. Hostage negotiators. Hostage. Hostage. Hostage negotiator. Hostage negotiator. Hostage negotiator. Hostage negotiator. Fuck. Oh, you, Anyways, got, you got the part, biscuit boy. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> That's the audition. <laughs> Wow, there's snow in the mountains. Okay, don't go off topic. That's cocaine. Um, <laughs> I'm a good little boy. Uh, starting to go a little crazy. Um, do you want someone to change their mind? We've been in the car together for five hours leading yeah, up to this. Yeah, it was all staged when I was picking them up, okay? Yeah, we were, it was all bullshit, all right? Yeah. This whole sh- fucking show is bullshit. They've been hey. in the car with me for the entire time. We've been singing uh, Rick's songs. a trash man. <laughs> Garen's fucking great. Uh, oh, we've been wow. listening to music. Uh, yeah. I got a headache. Um, you just been playing Chris Natalie had, and Bruglia. Chris had... Oh, insert here, Rick. This is us eating the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Roll that clip. Oh, the... Uh, well, I can put the picture up right here. Popeye chicken sandwich right here. <laughs> this is the Popeye. And then also... Let's put I up. ate a double-double. No, what did I... I ate an, an impossible, impossible Whopper burger. in like 30 seconds. You did. This is what happened at the rest stop. And also, let's put up I the photo... I go to Garen, I go... So Garen, I go, do you want to eat uh, here or in the car? And Garen goes, I'd rather eat in the car. And then I was like, all right, well, let me just inhale this. <laughs> you ate it quick. 800 calorie Here's vegan the thing. burger. Here's the thing about the uh, Impossible Burger, right? What is the thing, Rick? <laughs> well, I was in the bathroom, and then when I came out, I forgot that I told you that when we sat down. <laughs> Here's the thing about the Impossible Burger, I right? three biscuits. Like, you're eating that Impossible Burger. You're sitting there eating it. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that looks like meat. How do you know? How do you know I'll going tell you to Burger how you, King? I'll tell you how you know. Oh, they could switch it by accident and be like, I I'll got t- No, I'll tell you how you know. <laughs> I bought the Impossible Meat at the grocery store to cook it for my kids to see. And when I cooked it, it smelled and looked like cat food. Yeah. Yeah, and then I responded to that saying, well, how often? Never mind, that joke that was doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Well, It look. does look like cat food. How did it taste? Like it cat tastes food. good. It doesn't. I, this do is you remember what a burger tastes like? How do you know, Chris, that it's not meat? 
they could lie to you. What okay. if they run I out never of thought about what that. Take it of, easy, okay? What if they run out of Impossible Patties that day? They don't want to lose a sale. They're like, he'll never know. They taste the same, They're I like, see. You can tell. You can tell an Impossible Patty from a burger patty. They're like, just cut up that cardboard box. That's a great YouTube <laughs> prank. They go around the Oh, vegans. yeah, that's a great YouTube <laughs> prank. Real we funny. Got boo, 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 boo. <laughs> what if you just... <laughs> totally pivoted and became a YouTube celebrity. Me? And You'd be making a lot pranks. more money than you are now. Like nasty, yeah. really mean pranks. Someone <laughs> told me, they legitimately told me, they go, you should get into vlogging. And I'm no going, way. What? And then he brought up, this one person brought up that one... Isn't this kind of like vlogging? Nah. Hi. Uh, yeah, no, it's a well, podcast. It's a podcast. So, so vlogging is more like, hey guys. Vlogging's like, I'm going to talk to you about my stupid, boring life and... I'm gonna show you these products I use on my face, and there I'm a are a surprising boy. amount are about face yeah. stuff. Face. I don't know. I don't know what's I feel popular. Feel like I'm so out of the loop on things. I really don't. I I I I yeah, I, I, I don't understand anymore. I don't, I don't even, even know wanna. what TikTok is, and I sound I like I was just gonna say TikTok. Yeah. Old person. TikTok is. I'm not even interested. I don't want to go there. No thanks. It seems. Yeah. It's I like, kind of think we should do a TikTok. I don't even know what that is. It just seems like so much work. <laughs> you like what I like, dude. I love inserting stuff in this show, but Rick gets all pissed. <laughs> Insert here. Because I edit it. Yeah, I know. You and do all you the work. you just sit back, eating your beans, <laughs> kicking your toes up, and going, where's my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. All right, I'm fucking driving us up this mountain right now. Oh, all right? What are you going to do about it? On the let's, sweat of my old back. Let's insert a clip here of Chris eating his beans. Oh, no. Then we got to record it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he might... You I should get do a vlog. I could, I could, you should do a vlog a review of beans. beans. Different beans. You're like, I like this one, I do. Hey guys, Chris here. Yeah, Chris here with another episode. Today I'm going to have some kidney beans. The reason I like these kidney beans is they come in the square box. I've been soaking them for 24 hours. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just really like to really get into this. It calms me down. Yeah, I love a good kidney bean. Uh, today I'm going to be trying Bush's Vegetarian Country Breakfast Beans. They uh, come in this really Bush? cool sponsor us. Yeah, Bush. <laughs> I would love the Bush's Bean sponsorship. We should make a Monster Energy drink infused kidney bean. You know? The bean is the only Just be food. close to the bathroom after that one. Yeah, beans are very closely related to gas and farting. Well, yeah, there's that song, Beans, Beans, the Musical Fruit. The more, the more you, you easy, eat, the more all right? I don't want to get it monetized. That's here. not copywritten. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. Hey, I, I heard the Happy Birthday song is no longer copywritten because Warner copywrote that song. They did? Yes. And if you used it in so a movie... So then you could sing that to your heart's content on your podcast. You can... Oh, God. They'll come <laughs> after you for it. And they'll be like, we want our birthday money. I got a question. When the hell do we start going up a hill, all right, on this drive? Well, we're going to Mammoth Lakes, and Mammoth is in the hills. I'm confused Chris. that when we first got in the car, it said 4.30, and now it's 6.21. I know. I mean, well, we took that shift. many detours? We took a lot of time. We took a lot of time. We ate those Popeye chicken sandwiches. You ate the Popeye yeah, chicken sandwich. Insert took the us photo food. here. You ate, and like... It took you a long time to eat it. Then we stopped to gas up. Yeah. You know, time, you know, I don't know. I don't know either. Okay, so back on track here. Back Garen, on track. you're selling your pilot. Selling. Making chinchilla with us. Yes. People always call it chinchilla. <laughs> yeah, so or when Coachella. you Coachella. Was it Coachella? Is it a Coachella film? No, that it's Chowchilla. It's Chowchilla, you idiot. It's you a place. Ass. I know. And that one festival we had, they listed it as Chow Chow. Yeah, Chow Chow. And they chow. said it was 16 seconds Wasn't long. Wasn't that this one? <laughs> yeah, it was That's this one we're going to. Right. Yeah, I they was listed trying it as to be chow polite. Chow. <laughs> and they said it was 16 seconds long. It's like, 
What the fuck kind of film yeah. is 16 seconds long? What the fuck are you long? guys doing? I'm gonna tell us tell them. Literally, something. chow chow, and it's just it says chow chow, and then it's over. Yeah, chow chow. Thank you for coming. <laughs> we drove 18 hours to see 16 seconds. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. We can't cue it back up. Uh, you know, I guess that's just how the cookie's gonna crumble on this one. We're really proud of Chow Chow. What inspired us to make 16 seconds of yeah, we, Chow Chow? Yeah, we cut it way down. I'll do Biscuit Boy if Biscuit Boy is 16 seconds long. Yeah, no. we actually... Biscuit Boy is going to be 45 If, if, if Biscuit Boy is a TikTok, then we'll I'll make do it. Biscuit Boy will be 10 solid minutes. Yeah. Let me tell all you kids out there that want to make films, let me tell you a little advice here. You want to okay, make a little short comes. film? <laughs> here he you comes. you got to submit to Abracadabra Alakazam. Oh, God. The deadline... The late deadline is the end of March. How long do I have to watch the films? I have to. I'm not doing too good. What? I'm a programmer for Abracadabra. Yeah. Abracadabra. So am I. Abracadabra Alakazam. So. So am I, Chris. My advice. So is Garen. She's a programmer of Abracadabra. Ten minutes. So we'll be watching. Under for your short film. That's a great length. If you want to get your movie into festivals, that's a little tip here from a couple of programmers in the car, and I'll tell you why. Because they only have so much time. You guys falling asleep up there? What's going on? I'm fine. What are you talking about? I'm listening to you. Um, Grant. Yeah, you're talking. You're the one that's uh, taking the stage here. Uh, I'm just giving some advice. We're being respectful for all the aspiring filmmakers. He always does this to me on the podcast. Like I'm sitting, like listening to the guests, because it's their time to talk. Right. Rick and I talk all the time sure. okay and then i'm listening and then rick goes hey hey chris are you listening whoa wait, you fall asleep there and i'm like what what do you want me to do hey, chris, i'm in my bathroom right now oh that was a dumb joke rick your jokes have been getting better though he has notoriously oh, terrible yeah. jokes you, yeah well when you did call him pure trash when we're off the podcast your jokes are awful what are you talking about i got gold <laughs> gold pouring out of this mouth of mine <laughs> yeah Anyway, make your movies 10 minutes or under, because if yeah. you make them over 10 minutes, you're going to have a hard I'd time say getting any, I'd say anywhere between 16 seconds and 10 and minutes. 10 minutes. <laughs> and Chowchilla is 17 minutes long. <laughs> we really yeah. fucking broke the rules. <laughs> yeah. And we but had you know like two what? minutes Ours of credits. That was the moment, I think, when we were getting rejected so many times with Chowchilla. Like, you kind of go, you, you feel very, very close to your film. And, uh, you, you know, you, you know in, in your heart it's the best thing, because you birthed it. Uh, and then it starts getting rejected left and right, and you're like, "Hey, but yeah. what? My, my kid's good. Uh, what's going on here?" Yeah. yeah, we sort of at the beginning we were just getting a lot of no's, and then the tide I talked shit to a turned. festival. Yeah, Rick did. Rick called him up and was like, "Why?" Yeah, I was like, "Tell why? me why." You know, do the one I, thing I don't like do is we want to shout them out or no? No, 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 no. no okay, no, okay, no, no. but you but know I who I'm talking to. You know who I'm talking to, Matt. Did you just do like an Australian accent there? You <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you, Brendan. So, uh, like Garen, what are high. your uh, your tips for um, creatives, filmmakers? I'm going to tell you why I'm asking this question. Yeah. Because I uh, found it very awesome, inspiring that you do do so much. I don't think you give yourself enough credit for that. But Thank you yeah. have raised a family. Uh, you balance a home life. You got uh, a husband uh, who's, you know... Uh, uh, you know, a son of a bitch, but everyone loves him. It's <laughs> um, a good description. <laughs> but uh, he'd actually probably agree with that. Yeah. But I, uh, but I, I, I'm, I've always been in, in, inspired and impressed by that. Me too. Um, Thank you. But what is it with? Um, 
How do you do it? I mean, seriously, you wrote a fucking pilot. I one thing, I can't write very long on my own. Yeah, you well. go crazy. I go nuts. My yeah. mind turns to mush. You did it. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. Just break it down. Break down the process. Yeah. Give me the, the juice. Do do okay. I want the juice. Well, I think when you have kids, first of all, thank you for saying that. Um, but I think when you have kids, your I time is you have to work really hard with the time that you have. And so if I only have three hours a day, then I'm gonna make I'm gonna work every single one of those hours as hard as I can. So you just become a lot more efficient because you don't have an option. I don't have time to sit there and go, I'm gonna listen to this record and I'm gonna muse Get on this inspired. for a while and I'm gonna go for a long walk and I'm gonna oh, I, I like this and I don't like that and you know, I think it's, I read a thing somewhere that, you know, procrastination is really just perfectionism. And so if you can kind yeah. of go, okay, this doesn't have to be perfect. This doesn't have to be good. I just need to get it out. And I need to get out the first draft. And it's going to be a pile of shit. And I'm going to fucking hate it. And then I'm going to go back and I'm going to redo the second draft. And each time it's going to get better and better. And my husband sort of, you know, equated it to like, you know, you're making a sculpture. It starts out as a dumpy pile of clay and then you take off a little bit here and there and like there that. and then you know by the end it's some sort of semblance of something you know it's david if you're david who's david you know who's the david? statue <laughs> oh the naked uh, man <laughs> yeah if it's really good balls. yeah with very small <laughs> balls but anyways does david have um, small balls he's got a very tiny yeah. little ball package Let's get the balls hey, rolling. Hey, it's not about the size. It's about, you know, what you do with the balls. Yeah. Exactly. Make sure they're they're rolling. Yeah, you hear that, Biscuit Boy? <laughs> Anyways, Gary, you're saying some lovely That's stuff. That's good motivation for your part in Biscuit Boy. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that, I think just getting out, just getting out the first draft is a huge accomplishment. And I think that's what you have to focus on and not not be focused so much on like what are people going to think and blah 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 just get out the story that you want to tell yes i agree with and that. even if it's not there if you have an idea of what the story is that you want to tell each draft each thing is getting closer and closer and closer to that version and yeah. i feel like you'll know in your gut when you're getting closer and closer yes do but it's take, really hard do you take time between drafts the like decompress or do you just as soon as you're done with the first draft, you're like, I'm going back in right away. Is that? Are you very disciplined when you write? Well, one of the um, executive producers on my show, his name is Ron Nicewaner, and he wrote Philadelphia, and he was an executive producer on Homeland, and he's really, obviously, <clears throat> very experienced and knows story so incredibly well. So usually what will happen is that I'll sort of we'll kind of come up with the outline or whatever and yeah. then and he'll or he'll give me notes of, on a draft and then I'll go back and I feel like once I get notes on something I'm like I'm ready to fix whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. And I also send I'll send it to a few select people for notes but again this goes back to something Brett told me that uh, if you get a bunch of notes back on something you don't always have to listen to their solutions but you should pay attention to the fact that maybe something's not working if you're getting a bunch of notes back on it you don't have what about to the listen. same issue yeah exactly yeah. i love that that is uh i remember hearing that that's very true when yeah. you're getting the notes back a lot of people love to interject their little ideas into your project and uh you know it's they okay. haven't been living with it and okay. uh you know 
I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> Rick, you're a pretty be okay. a harsh critic. and um, <laughs> But I, I think I never, you know, I appreciate you saying that because I always feel like I'm never doing enough. And I feel like I always want to be doing more and more and more. It's tough with kids because I feel pulled in both directions. I want to be with my kids all the time, but then I also want to be creative. So I don't know anybody who is making stuff and they sit back one day and they go like, I'm doing enough. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, exactly. I'm done. I think that's done. what makes, you know, artists fueled is I guess the fact. I always have that little pilot light on, always like. Hunter S. Thompson, he was done. Yeah, that's true. Well, some people, I think, you know, they can burn themselves out in a way that. Uh, he lived hard. Yeah. Yeah. He lived a hard life. But he also didn't want to get old and be a burden on his family. Right. Hunter? Did, he went to Florida State. He killed himself. Where I went. With a shotgun, he right? He blew his brains out. Because he didn't want to bother his family. With his neuroses? He was just like, I don't want to get old. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. He was shot guns with Conan. Conan O'Brien? Yeah, did you ever see that? No. There's an episode where Conan and Hunter went on his property and they were like shooting guns. It's really fun. Okay, we're pulling through a town called Lone Pine right now. Lone Pine. This is a great place to shoot a horror film. Yeah. This There's would be a, a good lot of great places up here to shoot something. Biscuit Boy. Oh, now <laughs> I am coming up with... <laughs> Let's just put it this way. Biscuit Boy will get us into every prestigious... Yeah. Okay, enough with Biscuit Boy, all right? I feel like Biscuit Boy, that'll be one of those things that Chris will look film back festival. to this podcast and be like, man, I was so silly. I'm glad I did Biscuit Boy, because now I'm... A, Giant movie star. Why do I have a southern accent when I'm a movie star? Because <laughs> you're preparing for a role, okay? Oh, okay, like the southern, the southern drama. <laughs> yeah, the full-length feature of Biscuit Boy. Oh, I got a good question for you, Garen. What, what? is a dream project that you could act in? Like, uh, if like if if tomorrow you get a phone call from said director, or even if it's just like you get to be on this kind of show. That's a great question, Chris. I Thanks, would want to no be on a show like Barry. Yes. I would. Um, I loved this recently. Barry, Russian Doll, Dead to Me. Those oh, were like yeah. my, my favorite shows this year. And but I think you know my dream is for my show to get made, and I would be in that. So. I feel like you could be in okay. anything, Garen. Like you're yeah. so versatile. You could Thank play you. any character, really. I Thank can see you. you like in any role right now. I'm just like flipping through the Rolodex in my mind. Well, from your fucking mouth. <laughs> what? To God's ears. <laughs> was Let it happen. Um, what the fuck town are we in? I don't know, but I We're really in like Pine. it. Hey, I live in Lone Pine, where a house is $80,000 in a chicken. <laughs> what? Did you just fart? <laughs> no. It was like... I meant it when I said I was... Uh, no one's been farting in this car. While no, I would never this. do that. I think I would never do that. You would, have you? No. Gary? Why? I have not farted. I thought you were. You about want to me to? I could put one in the chamber. <laughs> I think we would. I think we would know if one yeah, of you did. Yeah, that'd be bad. And, we're and all, also, yeah. I appreciate. When I was at the screening last night, someone farted. What? In the screening, and I was talking to my friend. Is all we do is make stuff, write stuff, and go to screenings. <laughs> yeah, and watch our <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. All we, yeah, it's it's terrible. This is a weird. But I world. love it. I love myself. Living a little, little bubble. <laughs> I live well, and the, love myself. The, I there was a person one time that told me a funny idea for a short film was, 
I mean, Chris, you're still single, so this yeah. applies to you more. But you remember when you were single, Rick, too? Yeah. And <laughs> and <laughs> fuck. Anyway, oh. his idea was that he it was like a character that hooked up with a girl the night before and then the next morning they're like cuddling and they're having such a nice morning and then you like see the guy and, and she's like do you want to get breakfast and he's like you know what i should go but i had such a great time and they like make out and it's really pretty and lovely and then he leaves the apartment <laughs> and as he's going down the stairs leaving her apartment it's just like it's so oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is so yeah. true. I've thought gas. of this. Yeah. I've thought of this all the time. Yeah. Like you have, um, you know, if you, you go through the process of dating, maybe you get the opportunity, you get the third base. Maybe you score a home run on the date, right? There's a Fluid really bonding. solid chance that you are holding a fart the entire time. Because you don't leave the other person. Right. That's weird because you fluid bond. and then <laughs> <laughs> We just learned that term, fluid bonding. Fluid bond. It's gross. But then you can't, like, you would think gas would be okay. You it's know? A, no. It's such not a, that no, early no, on. I know, it's weird. It I is. This, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I remember when my when my husband and I first moved in with each other, there was a bathroom. He had a roommate, but there was, like, the bathroom was right off of our bedroom okay and but it was like a shared bathroom so you know when anybody had to go in you can hear i i do so awkward i play music sometimes if i'm in someone's house i turn the faucet on i don't i'll just like play music like like i'll play like a like a really loud song wanna be a death metal <laughs> like they can't hear anything. Sure, I'm sure they have no idea what's going on they hear in there. Death metal and shitting. They're well, like, oh, I do. I also, guy. I want to let you know. I, I saw that Curb Enthusiasm episode <laughs> where uh, Larry uh, is talking to the lawyer and he's saying that he's like a. Oh, like he's a bathroom. He's a ninja when it comes into using someone else's bathroom. I like to right. try and live by those same rules. Yeah. I, you're not even going to know I was ever there. You know, it's like, uh, you know, if you've got except spray, for the, for the, the death, death metal. metal. Well, yeah, everyone knows what you're doing in there, right? Wait, if you're, especially if you're playing music <laughs> yeah. or running the faucet, either yeah. one. I mean, it'd, it's a dead giveaway. It'd be weird if you talk to yourself. Like, why are you running the faucet? <laughs> oh, me? It you know, calms I, me no, down. No, I know, but what? I need someone. I need it's, someone. Like, it's like white noise. I need sure. someone whose name will be nameless for this, but someone said to me when they went to their friend's, uh, or it was like their girlfriend's parents' house for the first time, he couldn't shit, but he had to, and... Um, he sat there on the toilet and he said, I'm a big man and I make big shit. <laughs> what? Who was that? I want to know. No, I cannot tell. You tell off but, the books. Um, I, uh, well, that's crazy. It's floating up there. So uh, that was his little pep talk. I'm a big man, man and I, I can make big, big shits. shits. <laughs> and it was like a confidence booster. Wow. And then he was able to that's relax. That's like something like from when you're eight years old. You just got to be able to relax and yeah. release. I don't know how we got here in the podcast. I'm sorry. I apologize. But, um, I had it like a moment a week ago. It was like Saturday. <laughs> and I, I woke up. I ate a bunch of like gassy food the night before. And Beans? I thought What'd you my eat? girlfriend Hillary got up and she'll usually go. She'll wake up early and go in the dining room and read. And my back, you know, is to the door. And I let out the longest, wettest fart. Like it sounded like I shit my pants. And I, <laughs> I lean over <laughs> and she's staring right at me. Just looking at me, and I'm like, "Oops, like I didn't know you were there." <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh my god, we've really hit rock bottom on bumper yeah. to bumper. <laughs> my, speaking of farts, my dad hates farts. I remember when I was 14, I farted 
near him and he goes that's disgusting you do that again and we have a problem and I'm like oh yeah I'm like oh yeah and I ripped ass again and he took me down like cause he was a wrestler he put me in a headlock Wait, and brought me down your dad crowd. was a wrestler yeah my dad was like, like a good wrestler that's the one thing that most like fathers or? and sons and bond over yeah no my dad is weird he doesn't like his birthday and he doesn't like farts <laughs> oh my god but he loves soap operas like General Hospital I used to tape them I'm like what the I hell is wrong with you it's a big world and everyone's yeah. got yeah, all kinds I mean, of everybody's different uh, got little, yeah. little things. Strange things that they're into. So, um, should we shift into politics? Uh, no, we are not shifting <laughs> into politics. I thought we'd go straight into religion. Yeah. Um, we've talked right about from, religion on this right show. Right from farting into religion. Yeah. We talked about, I remember in the early podcast we talked about religion more. I'm just kidding. I don't want to talk about religion. We don't talk about religion. We Fine, we're not about, talking about I'm not trying to segue into that. Buddha check. Uh, is it Buddha check? Buddha judge. Buddha judge. By this time, the podcast the is going vortex, on. He's done. He's done. Yeah. Uh, from overreading, uh, but we're not a political podcast, so I don't really give a fuck. PP. Um, now we're getting kind of actually close to the end of the show. We want to um, do this or that. Let's do some this or that with Garen. Is there anything else you wanted to plug? Yeah. Or talk what do you about? want to plug? Is there anything else that we didn't talk about or go over? What do you um, really think of Chris? Okay. I love Chris. Yeah, thanks, Rick. I what? love both of you. I really honestly do. Chris is for that Rick or Chris. Oh, for what? Uh, if we're in a, like, it's Titanic. Well, and what's the situation? There's a raft and uh, one of oh, us is Oh, this gonna... is a good this or that. Okay, you have to choose Rick or I. We have we... to go. First of all, we have to get through another entire night Yeah. and a five-hour drive back. Do we really want to okay. go here Chris right now? Chris has seniority. I, I'm dead. I get it. Fine, I, I don't care. We don't need You're to. shorter, Rick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got into your front seat, Chris. I'm like, wow, Chris is a big man, and I'm a short man. I'm just saying Rick and I would have a better time on the raft oh, together. Oh, Chris. What? <laughs> I'm not on the raft? We're going to eat your body. You're just taller. You got more meat. Wait, <laughs> I'm taller, so I can't go on the raft? Yeah, you're going to take up I all that all space. I think all three of us could get on, and I don't think... What if we use Chris as a raft? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you just gotta hollow out my dead body and float her. Float oh, like down. an Empire Strikes Back. I get inside of it. We and do keep me need warm. to eat. <laughs> so you would eat me first. Yes. You're good eating. I'll get in your body and I'll control you. I'm grass fed. Oh yeah. Well, we don't he know those fucking plant-based burgers. It could be uh, meat. Okay, Rick. You find uh, out there's some like. Yeah, you don't want to eat me or you don't eat me or Rick after what we had yeah. today. Oh yeah, Popeyes and. You also had McDonald's. Oh yeah, Rick ate pure trash today. <laughs> I, am, I wonder where he got I'm that like a raccoon. From. No, I, I call you pure trash. I don't mean it. I love you, Rick. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I, I do love that. I say uh, some trash talk though. I do love that um, uh, spooky bonus where you're talking to the trash cans. Oh and yeah. And the one yeah. trash can goes. Yeah. Screw you, Rick. You're pure trash. Should we go to that clip? Let's go to the clip. Let's roll the clip. Trash can. What's wrong? Get the hell away from me, Rick. You're a piece of shit. Hey, don't talk to him that way. Rick's our friend. And we're, and we're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're coming to the end of Bumper to Bumper. Okay. Uh, this was... Uh, Wait, I we're going to do this or that with Garen. I know, I'm not done yet. I'm okay, just, I'm, gee, I'm, it I'm, sounds uh, like you're wrapping it up. No. I want to do this or that. We're doing this or that. All right, uh, this or that. So uh, it's a rapid fire. All right, here we go. Garen, this or that. Mar. Okay, uh, here we go. Martini or margarita? Martini. Trump or Bernie? Bernie. <laughs> going with the hard-hitting question. I mean... Uh, mountains or beaches? Beaches. Bert or Ernie? Ernie. <laughs> Kermit or Fozzie? Kermit. Flying or swimming? Swimming. 
space or underwater? <laughs> I mean, I guess That's underwater, mine. but I was also said swimming. Oh, okay. Lucky, I'm not very good at this game. You're doing great. Lucky Charms or Fruity Pebbles? Lucky Charms. Um, let's see here. Uh, Come on. What? Hurry up. You're going to have to edit that dead space. Hurry up. Pantsuit or dress? <laughs> Pantsuit. Oat milk or goat milk? Oat milk. I've actually had goat milk, mm. and I don't want that again. Lamborghini or uh, Ferrari? Uh, Ferrari. Tropical storm or hurricane? Tropical storm. Snowboarding or uh, dirt biking? Snowboarding. Zika virus or coronavirus? <laughs> oh, God. Corona. Uh, Japan or... Hawaii. Hawaii. All right, this is the Tell worst answer that the... ever. Uh, sh- Give uh, me more, then I don't want the s- worst one. Surfing or skating? Skating. Shawshank Redemption or Star Wars? Shawshank. Christmas or Halloween? Christmas. Come on, Chris. Well, I can't think. I'm Hurry driving up. the car, all right? Rick, you just fire him off. Okay, liver or kidney? Liver. <laughs> what? Biscuit boy or biscuit man? Biscuit boy. <laughs> Universal or DreamWorks? DreamWorks. Spielberg or Lucas? Spielberg. Harrison Ford or Carrie Fisher? Carrie Fisher. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Sabretooth Tiger or Gremlin? Gremlin! <laughs> Gremlin for sure. Uh, gold or platinum? Gold. What's your favorite movie? The Shining. Shining or The Shining 2? <laughs> the Shining 1. Shining with Steven Weber or Shining with Jack Nicholson? <laughs> Shining with Jack Nicholson, even though I do love Steven Weber. Steven Weber is great. Yeah. Uh, Seinfeld or Curb? Oh, geez. Yeah, that's, that's good, hard. I asked that one in the last one, so that's mine. Whatever the first thing pops Curb, in Curb, I guess. Uh, that's recent. Jimmy Fallon or Jay Leno? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Ooh, that's a deep one because There's Leno a is a savage. I, I know. I've got and but Fallon, I'm not as interested. Yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. I guess Leno. FM radio or AM radio? That's a no-brainer. FM. Flat Earth or Hollow Earth? Hollow Earth. <laughs> okay, that was a uh, bumper to bumper. <laughs> Chris, I don't get any from you. I don't. I can't think of them right now. My mind is uh, focused on the road. Sailboat or Hands canoe? Are ten on two. Canoe. Little Italian man or little Armenian man? Little Italian man. Thai food or sushi? Sushi. Sushi or mochi ball? Sushi. Cat or dog? Cat. Cat food or dog food? Cat food. Rick or Chris? No! Yes! <laughs> yeah. And that's been a great bummer to bumper episode. Thank you guys. Thank you all so much for tuning into the show. I'll see you guys for the next couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to awkwardly sit silently in the car now. Should we do another one when we're driving back and see which one's better? <laughs> no, no. No, is, no, no. This, this is, is the, the one. one. This is it. This There's is no, it. I'm not going to watch both. <laughs>
I'm gonna try music. Just put this in the computer. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I think we would know instinctively. No, no, this is great. This one was great. This one was great. Okay. Garen, do you have any websites or anything like that? Any websites? No. The internet, AOL. I mean, you can see some of my stuff at GarenGardner.com. G-U-E-R-R-I-N dot Gard. Or no, my website. Garen. G-U-E-R-R-I-N-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. All right, and thank you again for listening to and another thank you episode. Thank to Monster Energy Drink for sponsoring. <laughs> thank you also to Bush's Baked Beans. <laughs> thank you to Bush's Baked Beans. And we can't wait for Biscuit Boy, buddy. You're going to make you a giant fucking star. As soon as this is over, we're going to start pre-production yeah, for Biscuit Boy. You're going to do it, okay? All right, you got no choice. Anyway. All right, we'll see everybody on the next edition of Bumper to Bumper. I'm your host, Chris Candy. I'm also your host, Rick Tarn. And I'm the guest, Garen Gardner. All right, everybody. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye. Cheers.